Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Katie G and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Monday, September 2nd, 2019. Today we are reading from the big book Alcoholics Anonymous and we are in the chapter We Agnostics, page 52, the first paragraph starting with the line, but in most fields our generation. And we are reading that one paragraph only. Today's readers are, and thank you for your service, the 12 steps of OA, Mary Ann L., the 12 traditions of OA, Ginger C., and readers of our texts are Lynn F. and Russ M. The reference number for yesterday's Sunday special edition, September 1, 2019, is 13,345. That's 13345. The OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Marianne L. to please read the 12 steps of OA. Marianne? Yes, hi, this is Marianne L., a compulsive overeater. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrong. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 10. Continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11. Saw through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overreaders and to practice these principles in all our affairs. And I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Marianne L. I will now ask Ginger C. to please read the 12 traditions. Ginger. 
Hi, Katie. Thanks so much for your service. Good morning and happy Labor Day. This is Ginger C., Recovered Compulsive Overeater. The 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you, Ginger. All right, how this meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirements for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book. We are in the chapter, We Agnostics, starting on uh, page 52 with the first paragraph. We're gonna read that first paragraph only. And Lynn F. is gonna get us started with the sentence, but in most fields, our generation. Lynn F., please go ahead. Thank you, um, Katie, and this is Lynn F., Recovered in Pennsylvania. But in most fields, our generation has witnessed complete liberation of our thinking. Show any longshoreman a Sunday supplement describing a proposal to explore the moon by means of a rocket, and he will say, I bet they do it, maybe not so long either. 
Is not our age characterized by the ease with which we discard old ideas for new, by the complete readiness with which we throw away the theory or gadget which does not work for something new which does? Um, Stop right there, and that paragraph is very profound and heavy um, and full of um, many things to to get me thinking. So the first thing that got me thinking right off the page was the word liberation. And the word liberation means the act of setting someone free from imprisonment, slavery, oppression, or oppression, or release. And um, I'm going to share about that in my own agnosticism. And that is... um, Coming into recovery, I had no idea that God and my thinking um, were off balance and my um, my belief in what I could rely on my higher power for would would um, be be for me what that would look like for me and um, my first my first um, attempt at being a faithful person ready to recover was uh, believing in the group. I couldn't believe in a God. I couldn't believe in myself. And I, I had to believe in what you guys were telling me, that it worked. Um, my old thinking um, was um, was very skewed. And like uh, many people here that's described, I believed in other things. And I believed in the, in the culture and the world about me. But I didn't believe that any of this could work for me. Um, And it wasn't until I saw saw it working in others that I could even have a glimmer of hope. Um, It it goes on and it says, is not our age characterized by the ease with which we discard old ideas? Yes, I, I see that. But the old ideas for me were what kept me in bondage, but I also kept deeply attached to them. Um, early in recovery. Today in recovery, it looks much different, but I am still, um, I can still be bound by my own old ideas today if I don't keep close to God and if I don't work my program every single day. My spiritual connection is one of my um, greatest treasures um, and I must protect it and guard it and I must work for it every single day. Um, by staying connected through um, abstinence and recovery. So that's all I have this morning, Katie G. Thanks, and I'm looking forward to a wonderful meeting with you all. Hey, thanks, Lynn. Great to hear you. Okay, so we're going to open the meeting for sharing. I have my orange pen. So just so everybody knows, we are on, we're in the chapter We Agnostics, starting on page 52 with the first paragraph, but in most fields our generation, we're going to read one, we read one paragraph only and invite sharing for people who've not shared in the next few days, or shared in the past few days. Please go ahead. Nancy T. Nancy. Didn't hear the second name. Press star one if you'd like to share. That's W. Vanessa S. Beth W, Vanessa, Melissa, Cindy M, 
Cindy M, one more. Katie F. Katie F, that sounds like a perfect lineup. So I have Nancy T, Beth W, Vanessa, I missed the first initial of your last name. I have Melissa C, Cindy, maybe T, but I'm not 100% sure, and Katie F. So we're going to get started, please, with Nancy T, and then we're going to move on to Beth W. Nancy, please go ahead. Thank you, Katie. Good morning, everybody. Nancy T, Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Lewiston, Idaho. I love the definition of liberation that the reader um, gave us. Um, that is just spot on for um, what it is like to be, um, you know, to get freedom from being imprisonment, you know, because isn't that what my disease made me feel like I was imprisoned? I was stuck. I couldn't get out. Um, and I really, um, what really stood out in this paragraph is the sentence that starts, is not our age characterized by the ease with which we discard our old ideas for new? Because that really, isn't that really what um, working the steps does for me? It allows me to discard my old ideas for new. What were my old ideas that I got this thing? How many times did I think I got this thing? And as soon as I would think that I got this thing, I was already started on the downward spiral to yet another relapse. Uh, because I kept thinking that um, information, knowledge, uh, longevity of abstinence, the right sponsor, uh, the right food plan, the right this, that, the other, would um, entitle me to then go back into my old ideas. And it never, ever did. I am so grateful that I have had the willingness to keep going. You know, I came to the rooms of OA years ago, and I just um, recently became recovered. But, I, you know, I'm grateful that I had the perseverance because even though I didn't get it right away, um, I knew I was in the right place. I was hearing the message of recovery in OA, and I knew that that was the right place for me. So I kept trying, and I finally surrendered to the steps and the directions for the steps listed in the big book exactly as they're listed, which is including the maintenance steps that help me um, have that spiritual experience to keep it that I can, um, but what's my new idea today? God is my higher power. He calls the shots. I make myself open to his will each and every day. And when I do that, then I get another chance at another day living in this glorious state that I call recovered. I'm so grateful. I'm going to be working out of town. I'm leaving today. I'm going to be gone three to four weeks away from home working. In the past, that would have been, um, you know, just a free-for-all with the food. And it's not even an issue. I've planned for my food. I'm prepared. Um, It's just not an issue. And that is because of God, not because of Nancy. I'm so grateful. Thank you for allowing me to share. And um, with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Nancy. Okay, next up we'll have Beth W. followed by Vanessa. Beth, please go ahead. Hi, good morning. Um, Thank you, Katie G., for your service this morning, and thank you for um, a Monday morning meeting. I um, am Beth W. from North Dakota, recovered today, um, and grateful. Um, And what a great paragraph. I I do love what, um, what the previous chairs have already said, and you know, that liberation of our thinking. I had to discard old ideas for new. I, I, um, 
been thinking a lot about my recovery, and I walked into the doors of OA many years ago, many, many, many. I was very young, I don't know, maybe 18 or 19 years old, and I, um, I walked out. I mean, I sat for that meeting. I maybe went for a second meeting, and but there is nothing here for me. I, this isn't for me. I know all this. I know more than these people, and I left. I didn't know um, that that was what I was seeking, and um, came back. Um, a little over a year ago and broken, completely broken and um, listened for a couple of months before calling someone and saying, I don't understand anything you people say. I don't know what you mean. And having to discard all of my ideas because I thought I knew and I didn't know anything. Um, and it took me a while yet to keep learning, but um, I, I was ready. And um and I think it's interesting where it says where we throw away the theory or gadget which does not work for something new which does. And, you know, our world is changing all the time and we always learn something new. But um, what I'm learning here is that these 12 steps don't need to be tossed away. There's not another, um, there's not another classroom to go to for me and there's not another gadget that's going to work for me. Um, these 12 steps are tried and true and, um, so many people have recovered using them, and so I'm just going to keep sticking with this with this um, program, and I'm going to keep coming back day after day to keep learning, and, and that's all I have, and I'll pass. Thanks. Thank you, Beth W. We'll now have Vanessa followed by M Melissa C. Vanessa, if you would kindly let us know the first initial of your last name, I'd appreciate it. Yes, hi, this is Vanessa S., as in Sam. Can you hear me? I can. Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm a grateful compulsive overeater from Charlotte, North Carolina, and um, just grateful to have this meeting today and to be with all of you. Um, when I think about this paragraph and what it means to me, you know, I'm in the medical field, and um, we are constantly discarding the old ideas for new ones. Um, you know, I'm not practicing good medicine if I'm not keeping up with the latest evidence. And um, many of the ways that I practiced um, 20 years ago are completely different from the way I'm practicing today. Um, it's really ironic that, you know, I clung on to my old ideas about about my recovery, about, you know, prior to coming in the program, I um, tried every theory and gadget possible to control my relationship with food, to try to control my weight, um, you know, and, you know, my ego kept me um, in a state of, of constant confusion and, you know, bewilderment at, um, at my disease. And, um, you know, my journey into this program has been very, um, it's not been a linear one, let's just put put it that way, but um, I came in through another 12-step fellowship, worked the steps, and thought, the steps are the steps, you know, the credit transfer. Um, all I need is, you know, a food plan now, and, um, you know, I tried to, you know, work it that way for a while. That didn't work so well. Um, I'm so grateful that I found my way to this particular division for you and, um, you know, learned the difference between <clears throat> abstinence and my food plan. I mean, you know, I had never learned that before. Um, I think the pain made me willing to finally discard 
what I think, what I thought that I knew. And I'm very, very grateful that God has given me enough humility, um, you know, through the pain to discard my old ideas and be teachable. And, um, you know, I'm learning so much through this process. Um, the steps have moved from my head into my heart and um, thankful for another recovery compulsive operator who was generous enough to walk me through this process and um, just grateful to be here and um, you all have a wonderful Labor Day with that I pass. Thank you, Vanessa. And we'll now have Melissa C. followed by Cindy T. Melissa, please go ahead. Hi, good morning, Katie. Thank you so much for your service this morning. It's Melissa C., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in New York. And, um, you know, when I read this, I, I can't help but think about, like, our cell phones, you know. And I cleaned out, like, my junk drawer in the kitchen a while ago, and I found my old flip phone. And, you know, like, that to me is a great reminder of, uh, something that I easily discarded because it wasn't effective. It couldn't, you know, I couldn't update it. There were no apps on it. And um, and that's sort of how I have to have my connection with God today. I've got to have um, my concept has to be more like my smartphone with, like, apps that I update because what worked yesterday um, doesn't work. You know, like, it has to be growing. And, um because I'm told, you know, that my disease progresses and, you know, it gets stronger and stronger and it changes and it, and it morphs, you know, it's like a shapeshifter. And so my God certainly has to be greater than that. It has to evolve and grow um, to adapt to every new problem. And, you know, like, so today um, I, I can see that, a con, you know, a concept that I'm having for a higher power needs to, you know, grow and change form if something is consistently showing up on my inventory. You know, if, if I'm coming head-to-head -head with the same problem, the same difficulty, it, it's, it's, a, it's an awareness to me um, that I'm not discarding an ineffective idea anymore. And... Um, you know, and so, yeah, my earliest conceptions was was that I'm in this thing alone, that I better figure this out, I better get a really good sponsor, I better get connected with really good people because I need people, I can't do this alone, I'm going to need some more human power. And those things were really useful, and they continue to be useful so long as they keep putting me back in the hands of a higher power. And and that needs to grow. And now, you know, the thing that what I'm finding out is that um, change is awesome. <laughs> change is good, you know. And, and um, right now, like, the seasons are changing. My summer is, you know, coming to an end, and I'm coming back into school. And it comes back tomorrow, and I have a new administrator. And those things used to fill me with dread and fear. And today, it's like, no, 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 Melissa. Um, this is good. Change is a beautiful thing. And, and God will meet me right there tomorrow. Um, thank you. With that, I'll pass. 
Thank you, Melissa C. And we will now have Cindy T, followed by Katie F. Cindy, please go ahead. Good morning. This is Cindy M, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Cindy M, <laughs> please go ahead. It's no problem. Um, I'm from South Central Pennsylvania and recovered by God's grace. Uh, but I love how this book is sort of timeless because it says, but in most fields, our generation has witnessed complete liberation of our thinking. And I think absolutely in, in our generation, we have experienced um, uh, unbelievable things that we would have never thought of um, even being, you know, the the cloud and all of our technology uh, is is just changing daily. And we really need to be open to these new ideas or, or we will um, just not be able to communicate with people. Um, I think of my, like my home phone. Um, it just became something that just salespeople would call. I never used my home phone and it was, it became obsolete. And um, I just think about, um, you know, the, the new ideas of, of surrender, um, realizing that I don't just, I don't have to try harder. I just need to surrender and this card, uh, let, let God do what he's going to do. And, and not try to control everything in my life. Um, today, I'm recovering from some back surgery, and my son um, is here to help me, and my husband's here to help me, and I'm trying to figure out how to arrange the day. <laughs> and I just need to let it go and let them do what they, um, you know, let them run the day. <laughs> and um, And me just sort of try to, uh, just not do more than I'm supposed to do, and just trust that God has this. I don't have to. I don't have to figure out how to keep everybody entertained, and I just have to rest and and go for walks that I'm supposed to go for. And I get to listen to this meeting and be part of this this wonderful fellowship. So I'm just so grateful to be recovered through this you know, big change of surgery and, and not being very active. Um, and I've been able to be abstinent and actually be of service by having um, by having sponsees. And I've been able to stay in touch. So thank you so much for this opportunity to be on this meeting this morning. I'm thankful for all of your service. Thank you, Katie G, for doing this hard job of moderating. And um, I just passed. Thank you. Thank you, Cindy. It's not hard. It's totally a pleasure. Thank you, all of you. And uh, we'll wrap up this tiny group with Katie F, and then we'll take some more names. Katie F, good morning. Hi, this is Katie F, a recovered compulsive overeater in Virginia. And I, it's hard to <laughs> follow so many people sharing on this topic, but. Um, I was thinking about how I had to throw away my old ideas when I came in the rooms because um, I had these ideas about the program because I'd been in OA for so many years and it hadn't worked. 
So I thought that I knew it all. And um, I had to discard that idea. I had to discard the idea that um, I knew how to work this program when it had never worked for me. And I had to be willing to listen to my sponsor and other fellows in the rooms who showed me, you know, exactly what I needed to do. And now that's been, you know, a number of years ago, and I still have to throw away my old ideas for something new um, that my higher power is trying to show me. Um, I, I have a lot of things that I do the same um, year after year, a day after day, month after month, but then there's also new things to learn. Otherwise, I wouldn't be on this line every day. Um, you know, if this program was just a once and done and you've got it down so then you don't need any more, um, any more help, then I wouldn't need my higher power, I wouldn't need you, and I wouldn't need um, this book. But the reality is, you know, we keep going through this book over and over for the last um, seven years on this line, and I learn something new every single time. Every page, I learn something new. And, you know, everybody's talked about technology, but the one that um, I remember a few years ago, <clears throat> my son telling me, that, um, or I don't know where I heard it, that, you know, you were going to be able to have a watch that would, you know, you could watch a movie on. And I just thought that was the most ridiculous thing in the world. You know, how could that possibly be? And yet, you know, I'm sitting here with a watch that I can um, watch things on. And so it's, um, there's just always more to learn. And my open mind is, um, it's so important, but at the same time, I can't say, well, you know, that's what I used to do, but I don't have to do that anymore. You know, I don't have to abstain from, from these foods anymore because I'm better now. You know, there's a lot of things that don't change in my recovery. Um, in fact, most things that I did in the beginning, um, I still do today. I just keep adding on to my recovery, not um, taking away from it and thinking I'm better now. So I don't need to, you know, I don't need to be so uh, careful or, or um, honest. <laughs> That's the real key for me is the honesty and the willingness and the open mindedness to continue to be on this path without um, thinking I am now God. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Katie F. And before I take the next set of names, just a reminder to everyone, we are in the chapter, excuse me, we're in the big book. We're in the chapter, We Agnostics. We're on page 52. We're reading the first paragraph only, but in most fields, our generation. We read that one paragraph only, and we are, or I am taking names from people who haven't shared in the last couple of days. So please go ahead, let me know who you are. Visa O. I got Vasa, but there was someone, I got Carmela, but there was someone under Vasa's name. So if you said your name, let me know. It's ne Nessa R. Nessa, there you are. Vasa, Nessa R, and Carmela G. Anybody else? Don't be shy. Michelle G. Michelle G. Thank you. J. Michelle J. <laughs> My ears are broken. Sorry, friends. Two more. Devorah S. 
Devora, and who else? One more. Surrey C. Surrey C. Okay. Surrey C. Okay. What a great lineup. We have Vasa O, Nessa R, Carmela G, Michelle J, Devora S, and is it, I think it's Surrey C. Surrey C. Sorry. Okay. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started with Vasa. Vasa, good morning. Please go ahead. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. KDG um, for your service. Hang on one second, Vasa. Okay. If you just said thank you to a family member of yours, if you would please just press star one. Go ahead, Vasa. Sorry. Go ahead. No problem. Thank you, Katie, for your service. And I'm Vasa, grateful, grateful, recover, compulsive overeater, calling from Foxborough, Massachusetts. <clears throat> Excuse me. To me, uh, liber- liberation means to be freed from the food addiction and the mental obsession. I spent so many years being preoccupied with the food, how to put it down, and always painfully took it back until I came to my first OA meeting and I found what the solution was. What a, what a um, gift that I heard there was a solution finally after many, many, many years trying to put the food down. I remember thinking at that time, I just wanted, I came for the vanity. If I just lose this weight, then I'm just going to go back home. And I thank God, my higher power, that I stayed one week at a time, and I just listened and listened. I couldn't even share at the beginning. For me, just to go and sit at a meeting and listen was such a gift. And I learned so many. Yes, my sponsor said to me, if you, if you came for the vanity and leave this meeting, don't come back, you're going to go back into the food. And I was very serious at that time. I never wanted to go back to the food. And she said, therefore, you're going to stay here. You don't have to if you don't want to. Nobody's going to keep you. It's your decision. If you don't stay, I promise you, you're going to go back into the food. And I don't want to ever, ever go back to the food. And then I learned, you know, to I had the clarity enough at that time to put the the toxic allergic foods down, and I wanted to stay in the program. I there was no way I was going to leave, because I wanted to get well. I wanted to get healthier. I thought I only had my problem was the food, and that was the, the, the that was the problem. And I stayed, and I've stayed for 33 years by the grace of God, my higher power, which I call God today. And I'm here every morning with you. I don't share all the time like I used to. I could not wait to get on the phone and share the good news. But I listen today, and I do get in every once in a while. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass. Thank you, Vasa. And we'll now have Nessa R., followed by Carmela G. Nessa, please go ahead. Good morning. Good morning, Vision for Youth. Nessa R., recovered compulsive overeater in Toronto, Canada. And I apologize, that was me that was unmuted uh, before. Um, so I also want to continue with the theme of discarding um, our old ideas, but uh, with a little bit of a different twist, because after spending nine years in the rooms without achieving any form of recovery, no physical recovery, uh, no recovery whatsoever, 
I was started to feel that my um, ever recovering was as impossible as the Wright brothers' flight seemed decades before. And it wasn't until I discarded the ideas that I acquired in the rooms that I was able um, to, with the help of my sponsor, um, the transformation that God affected in me through the work of the 12 steps, um, you know, I, um, I I came in and I was, I did everything I was instructed and I, and I learned well, but it didn't serve me well. I had to discard ideas like, um, for example, that it's okay to hold on to my yellow foods, that it's okay to eat my yellow foods, that just going, just going to the meetings and hanging out with the quote-unquote winners was enough, you know, as if I could get recovery through osmosis, that just working the tools and doing the readings and uh, coming in early to set up the chairs and staying late to put away the chairs, that that would do it. Like I had to discard all those old ideas, all those old habits that I acquired in the first nine years. And, you know, like the first ideas that I had to revamp in my case were ideas about the food. You know, um, I had to uh, let go of my aversion to weighing and measuring my food because I am a volume eater and I don't know what a normal uh, portion looks like. Um, So I had to come around to that. I had to let go of the old idea that it was okay for me to consume sugar if only it was not in the first five ingredients. Um, you know, realizing that, you know, if I'm allergic, I'm allergic. It doesn't matter if it, there's a lot of it in the food or there's not, or there's like an, an infinitesimal amount of it in the food. You know, if my if my kid was allergic to peanuts, I would never feed him something that had um, peanuts in the, you know, 10th ingredient. So why was I doing it to me? Um, you know, I had to uh, discard all that, in, all that in favor of the idea of entire abstinence. And I also had to let go of the tools in favor of working the steps because I can work the tools and never work the steps. It's impossible to work the steps and not work the tools. So I had to give precedence to that and not just any steps, but the steps as outlined in the big book. I had to let go of all the other literature. And as a matter of fact, I thank you. I threw out all my other books and the only book that I kept was the big book. Once I adopted those new ideas that really worked, guess what? It really worked. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Nessa R. We'll now have Carmela G. followed by Michelle J. Good morning, Carmela G. Good morning, Katie, and thank you so much for your service. Um, this is Carmela G., a grateful, compulsive leader recovered in New York. Oh, this, I, I really, when we read this, I had to really think about it because I took it from a completely different, um, more negatively. Uh, It was the last sentence that got me uh, with which we throw away the theory or gadget which does not work for something new which does. Because of my chronologic age, I, I... talked about my life as a disposable generation. It was the time where we were disposing of lots of things. And as a compulsive overeater, you know, someone with a sick body, sick mind, sick spirit, 
I was full of fear that I was going to be disposed of by everyone and everyone around me, and I would have no value if I was no longer useful. So therefore, I had to keep all of my old ideas and my righteous indignation so that I felt useful and I wanted to have captives and and hold on to people so that they would like me, love me, love, so to speak. It was only in my senior years when I found this program and I was desperate I was desperate to live, and that's what brought me into program, is desperation because I didn't want to die, and not just die in my, in my spirit and in my mind, but physically die because I was killing myself, and I had a diagnosis that could have killed me, other than compulsive overeating. And it was only by working these steps and finding and surrendering to my higher power that I call God and trusting that I was willing to get rid of these fears and and the holding on to all of my righteousness and my control so that I could fall into the arms of my higher power on a cliff and he would catch me and I could discard them and be safe. And that is how I live today. And it's such a beautiful existence and it's joyous. And thank you so much for allowing me to share. Thanks, Carmela G. All right, we're going to, next up is Michelle J., followed by Devora S. Michelle, please go ahead. Good morning, all of you. Michelle J. from Arkansas. I'm recovered today by the grace and mercy of God. Such a joy to be able to be with all of you this morning. I was just thinking, you know, I call myself the new kid on the block, even though I've only, I've been with you all for almost a year. (laughs) But uh, it's been such a joyous ride. And one of the first things I remember was a new joy to me was the set-aside prayer, setting aside the things I think I know and letting it go, learning more, learning more about God and myself and the program. And, oh, my goodness, I love that prayer. I think I say it practically every day, if not several times a day. And and um, I'm teaching my sponsees that. It's just a beautiful prayer. Set aside what I think I know about God and about things and about people and relationships and the program and eating, of course. Any Hoosers, it made me think of when I was graduating from college, I was never so grateful to never go to school again, never crack a book again. I hated exams. I hated taking exams. And I was just glad I made it through and never had to learn a thing again. <laughs> Well, um, the same thing happened with God. I think, I think I spent 33 years and I had put God in a box. I didn't mean to, but there was a ceiling and I just couldn't go any further with him. And since I've been in program this past year, that ceiling has opened wide and I have been learning and growing so much more. And it makes um, eating 
sane and it makes light my life sane and it works in all areas of my life and I'm looking forward to learning more and more about my God and this program and myself and I just want to hope that and pray that you all have a great day today and with that I'll pass. Thank you, Michelle J. And next we'll have Devora S. followed by Suri C. Devora, please go ahead. Hi, good morning, everyone. My name is Devora S. and I'm a, rec- a recovered compulsive overeater from New Jersey. Thank you, Katie, and everyone on this line that makes this meeting possible. And you know, I'm just always so amazed. Like, how did Bill know? How did Bill know then what kind of generation we're going to have now? Like, you know, you just, everything is so disposable these days. There are tablecloths, there's uh, uh, plastic containers, you use it once, you throw it away. It's just, everything is so ever-changing. You discard something, you get something better. The cell phones, like someone mentioned, we live in an age where there's always something better and more useful, and, and we're ready for it. we like, oh, something's better out there? Sure, I'll go for that. I'll just throw this one away and get something else. I mean, that's 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 how we are today. It's like, you know, it's just never enough. Um, it's never good enough. We can always do better. And um, and it's like I'm learning here that, um, you know, I need to be growing. You know, I need to always be changing. I need to be seeing, you know, what else? How else can I be of ultimate service to God and my fellows? Like, what else can I do? Look, I'm here already. It's almost 20 years that I'm in this program, but I'm still here. The weight is down. I'm in a thin body, and I can wear clothing, blah, 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 blah. But I'm still showing up today. Why is that? Because there's so much more work to do. I need constantly to be looking and seeing what else can I discard, what else about me, because it doesn't end. I'm, you know, we're, we're always growing and developing, hopefully, when I was eating and in the food, it wasn't like that. I thought I was happy the way I was, the way, you know, you know, if everybody would just do it the way I wanted them to do it, then my life would be perfect. And it wasn't like, and I'm seeing now, it was I needed to change so that all of a sudden everyone around me would be changing. And um, and that's that's what this is all about, is just, you know, learning about myself and discarding my, my, um, my old ways of thinking and, and seeing what else I can do to, to, to be the person that God intended me to be. Um, because I did fill it up with worldly clamors, thinking, you know, uh, that, that, that's it for me. Um, but the bottom line is if I want to work, uh, grow, grow in this program spiritually, through my heart, get close to my higher power, um, I need to be changing and discarding the way I used to think. And, um, and you know, honestly, I didn't know how bad my thinking was. I just had no idea. Um, and that takes, this is, and it started with, you know, coming, coming into program and learning the doctor's opinion and putting down the food, you know, I had to learn from you, you know, a different way that, it, you know, I had no idea about an allergy. I had no idea of the obsession of the mind. Um, I just knew that I couldn't stop eating. Time, please. And this was all a new revelation to me, and I'm just so grateful to be, continue to be learning and, and growing. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you, Devora S. And now we'll have Suri C. Please go ahead, Suri. 
Hi, um, thank you for um compulsive eater in Connecticut. I um I just wanted to say that I'm so grateful. Um in regards to this paragraph, it's so relevant for today because, you know, we live in a day where there's so everything's disposable but and everything moves so fast and right at the same time we have all of these advances and have so many friends in Florida right now that are staring down and, and people in the Bahamas right now that are staring down a Category 5 hurricane at one mile per hour. And to think, 100 years ago, the devastation, the amount of people that, God forbid, would have passed or would have been injured because of this devastating hurricane. And you know what? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm grateful for where I am today. I'm grateful for Bill. I'm grateful for this fellowship because... Just as I am, I'm like I'm. I'm not recovered. I I don't see the end of the tunnel, but I trust that those that are on the other side are there, and I'm so grateful because I know that it exists. I know that I might, you know, talk about people that are on the line with, you know, years of recovery under their belt, and talk about people that are on the line that are not recovered for five years. I'm just in year one. And here I am, we're moving at the speed of one mile per hour. And the emotional havoc that I know that is in my life right now, you know what? That's not on me. I, I can only do what I can do. I can set aside. I can think positive. I can be grateful for this line and some of the people in the fellowship. The fact that I want to share because I know that I want to share because I want to give hope to the people that are not recovered yet. Don't give up. Keep coming back. This this line, this positivity is amazing. And I know, I trust, I trust God, I trust this fellowship, trust the amazing strength and power of all the people that I hear that there that I that I will achieve recovery and act in God's time. And I just have to keep staying positive and keep looking at this program bit by bit, even if it's only one mile per hour. So with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Sari C. And I have, it looks like I could probably take two, two and a half minute shares. So who would like to wrap us up today? Star one to unmute. You guys out there, star one to unmute. It's Margo. Margo, one more. Charles H. Margo and Charles H. Okay, we got about two and a half minutes each. Go ahead, Margo. Thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you very much to share the experience, strength, and hope. And it gives me more hope to be on this call. I don't hardly share, but my I have a sponsor who kept telling me, you know, once in a while, get on the call. So I need to get on the call. You know, I'm in my food plan uh, um, the other day, I ate something. They say, you get back on the call, get back on track. And so here I am on the, got on the call, but don't know what page you guys are at. But I said, all I hear is the word of ideas and the word of God and my God of understanding. And so I am so grateful that um, it's like the drinker, had the first bite, and the drinker didn't want to come back. But you know what? I want to continue coming back. 
continue doing my program, continue doing what I need to do because it's just one day at a time and believing that my higher power, when I hear the word people sharing the higher power, you know, I have, you know, I thought I was God, but God is greater than me and he is there for me. And so I just wanted to share this because I just need to hear everybody share the hope is very strange. Thank you. I'll pass. Thank you, Margo. And Charles, you got at least, uh, you got a full three minutes there, my friend. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I don't even need three minutes like that. It's not that serious. But thank you very much, KDG, for your service. And this is a word that's really coming to me. Um, and you, you use this word a lot in your shares. And that word of the day for me is discard. Discard old ideas. And um, another word that's coming to me from the text is, uh, and I don't know why it's coming to me, it just came to me, it's called superficial. You know, we, we, we often hear on the line that food is not the problem. In this chapter, we agnostics, they don't even mention food. Now, of course, I'm talking about alcohol, but they don't even mention food. And I think we, we, we just passed it on 51, leaving aside the drink problem. This is, this is like food is superficial, which that word means surface. It's on the surface if, if you're just coming in here and thinking that a food plan is your savior or whatever, what have you. Um, it's just the surface. It's, it's, it's some old – let me tell you, this weekend um, – was a great weekend. It was going good, and then I just had some some drama with some people, right? And a great Carl Young said, "You know what? The irritation you see in people is the stuff that's in you, Charles." So that word for the day, discard, means I need to discard those irritations in me and give someone else that same forgiveness because it's in you, Charles. Forgive yourself right, so you can forgive others. And that's all I, I really wanted to say. That word came up so much out of all the beautiful shares, discard, discard all ideas, discard everything I think I know for a new experience today. And I think like one of the other Katie said that, um, you know, I need to add to my program, to, to the stuff that I was doing, but I need to discard some old stuff and add some new stuff that I ain't got in it yet. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Charles. And it looks like we only have about 30 seconds left, so I hope it's okay with everyone. I am going to um, wrap up this beautiful meeting, and, and thank you so much to everyone. Um, thank you to everyone who shared. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. The share ID for the meeting we just had Monday, September 2nd is 13,346. That's one three. Three, four, six. And we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. And will Russ M. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Good morning, Katie. Russ M., Recover Compulsive Reader. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day 
for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.